Is your submarine even on the board at this point? I'll never tell. Hurry up and guess. Uh, A1. That's a steak sauce, and no. C4. Has been planted. And miss. F5. Okay, refresh Prince of Bel-Air, but no, you missed. G6. So fly, like a G, miss. 9S. 9s, and miss. And there is no S. E3. (sighs) Got him. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I am joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? Peachy. Much like peaches, yes. Um, I'm doing well myself. We have a special episode today where we're trying a different format, right? A little bit, yeah. Because we didn't want to cover a specific game or topic. We said, fuck it, let's try and shotgun a bunch because of a recent event. Mm -hmm. E3 2018 which is where they talk about games mostly. There's some other stuff there, but it's we only care about the games. Yeah, mainly a lot of big publishers and companies trying to showcase things that are upcoming to get people excited and fucking smash that pre-order button. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is very true, actually. Um, I think most of our listeners probably already have some idea of what E3 is, but maybe not. So good to open with a definition there. Uh, a lot of different um, studios will be uh, showing their games off, um, oftentimes broken up by publisher. We're not going to bother with that. Classification's hard. We're just going to tell you a bunch, about a bunch of games. Yeah, if you want to know who's responsible for this specific game, look it up. Yeah. <laughs> Use the Google. We're not Google. We're nowhere near as efficient. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But to kind of get us started here... Um, we're going to cover uh, some games. Some games we'll, we'll go over really quickly. Uh, ones we don't have that much interest in, we'll probably pass over entirely. Um, and then if we have some thoughts on a game in particular, we'll maybe break into some discussion. Yeah, certain things are definitely going to require some hype levels of detail as we just rant about the possibilities of what it could mean, what it could be, yeah. and how excited I am. And God, God, that game looks so, so pretty. <laughs> yeah, I know which one you're talking about. The... Uh, that, that always is the trick with these conventions, is there's a lot of games shown, and if you have a favorite game that we don't end up covering, feel free to tell us about it. Like, we want to hear from you, we want to know what games you guys are uh, tracking and what you're interested in. Yeah, I actually want to say, we've gotten our first email. I realize how sad that sounds now that I've said it aloud, but <laughs> I'm glad that the <laughs> after all the times we've linked it, somebody's used it once. Yeah, mine doesn't count. <laughs> it was a test email, Jake, we know. Yeah, that's true. Enough of that, let's let's get into it. All right, yeah. What is something that has piqued your interest? So starting off here... Uh, he says, looking at the list. Yes. <laughs> so first thing I've got here is uh, Twin Mirror by Don't Nod. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't Nod's uh, a studio I've been following a little bit more. They've made games such as Life is Strange, most recently Vampire, which I beat like yesterday or the day before. Um, and uh, uh, remember me, and so they kind of have like some games that have that have some drawbacks, some flaws, things like that. But they're ambitious, and I like it when a studio goes out there and tries. So I, I have some hopes for this. Uh, looking at the trailer for it, it looks 
really similar to a sort of like Alan Wake slash um, Heavy Rain mm-hmm. uh, Fahrenheit type game where it's like, you know, you're going to be expected to use like quick time events, things like that as you go through the story. But more story driven than mechanics or combat or right. gameplay. Which would have been the case with something like Alan Wake, but they, they have like similar kind of feels. So I'm just kind of tracking that now. Um, like I said, upcoming publisher, and they've tried some ambitious things in the past, so hopefully they don't go too heavy in the formula for that. Um, another game I've got on my list here is uh, Beat Saber, which is... Will easily be the best Star Wars game that comes out in the next two years. <laughs> I would agree with it. It's got the best lightsaber mechanics. Um, I, I don't even know if I'm going to get it, but I've watched the trailer multiple times, the original one. Because it just is so satisfying to see. No, it has like some nice electronic music, which we're both into, and it looks really hype. Yeah, and they, the the fact that the beat lines up absolutely perfectly with the the like swings, because there's there's other. Uh, I mean, I, if they if they didn't have that, I feel like it'd be a really <laughs> yes, shitty rhythm it is, game. It is kind of core. Here's Guitar Hero. Just do whatever you want with the controller. It doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter at all. The uh, but like there, there's been other games that are like you know Beat Hazard, Audio Surf, things like that, where they are wit- rhythm based games. Guitar Hero, yeah, um, it modifies some things, mm-hmm. but it's not specifically tied to the music. And I think there's something just inherently more satisfying about swinging a sword through the target notes or like blocks instead of interacting some other way. So oh, yeah, it looks really satisfying. Um, I'm trusting one of my friends. Uh, we'll pick it up and bring it to a VR showcase. And I'll be yeah, yeah, no them. pressure. No pressure. <laughs> um, we'll get to your games for sure here. I probably should have ordered these differently. The uh, The next one I wanted to briefly mention was another Don't Nod game, um, The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, which I'm not even going to play because it's an Xbox One exclusive, unless I happen to have an Xbox One. But it's going to be free. comes out June 26th, and it's kind of like a... Um, supposed to be similar vein to like life is strange sort of it's in the same universe too right yeah Yeah. uh narrative based game pretty much some choices similar to like telltale games okay the next one the next one you might be able to jump in a little bit here for uh we happy few so i think you were probably um you were probably informed about the game same time i was yeah like when it first came out we were both a little bit interested in it right Anything dystopian, I'm like, ooh, tell me more. And like those those initial trailers were definitely interesting for it. The idea of the whole world kind of being an illusion, and once you stop taking the communal drugs, everyone is really suspicious of you, and it all kind of falls apart, right? Yeah, it's like being the one drunk guy at the party, and everyone's you think like, oh, everyone knows I'm so drunk. It's like, <laughs> nah, dude, you're fine, chill. Yeah, but it was. It was very interesting. I did like the look of it, and I liked the effort they put into the world building with the commercials of... I'm not sure if the character is Jack. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the protagonist. Jack sounds correct, because it was pretty... Uh... No, I think the guy doing the commercials was Jack, and he's kind of doing like these PSAs. Yeah, I'm looking up right now exactly when it came up for my next point. Um, it's 2016. Um that's been a bit ago, yeah. Yeah. So, the, yeah, having, like, the... Um, for the PSAs, they had this, like, uh, guy in, like, a black and white, like, a newscaster, basically, old-timey newscaster. And it was, like, a real recording. So the game was, you know, kind of, like, cell shaded as cartoonish, at least. Um, 
And then this character would be telling everybody, like, remember to take your joy, which is their medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, slash drug um, that keeps them all suppressed. Um, and it was really cool. Caveat. <laughs> so now that we've hyped the game up, you know, a little bit. Um, the gameplay looked like shit. <laughs> like, I think they showed last year, like, 10 minutes of gameplay. And it was supposed to be, like, somewhat stealth, somewhat combat. Yeah. But it... I just lost all interest at that point. Like, I've seen some gameplay for it, and this is the problem when you're working with a game that you kind of have an idea that there should be a narrative, but all of your mechanics are based around, like, this kind of roguelike one-life playthrough. You can do it. There's games that do it, but you have to understand the balance between story and gameplay and figure out, like, where it's going. And this game has struggled with that. Like I said, it came out in early access in 2016, and it is scheduled to be released uh, later this year, actually. Um, which is like a fair amount of time in early access, considering that like, the game was playable pretty early. Um, I don't want to judge it too much, since it hasn't actually released. But when you run that model, just like we've said in the past, uh, you risk losing all of your hype. Which yeah, I, it's happened to me. <laughs> I feel like if you want to build hype but not disappoint too early you just kind of show cinematics or cutscenes, and then give like no other details looking at you cyberpunk i think their first trailer was what three years ago longer yeah cyberpunk the original trailer was just pick a, a year while it no, might have... nobody's gonna know yeah i mean the fans who actually care about a couple cyberpunk, years though possibly me yeah it's between three and five and it may actually be five it's been a long time um but, I mean, that's fine. If you have, like, one teaser and then the game eventually comes out, I'm fine with that. Especially since it basically had, like, people knew that there it wasn't, like, actively in development. It was, as long as the developer's transparent, they're like, hey, we're not really making this right now. We're going to finish our other stuff, then we're going to focus in on it. I'm fine with it. But it is cool to, like, say, hey, there's going to be this thing. You're like, oh, cool. Yeah. And then Reddit will tell you five years later, like, hey, guys, this thing is back. Right. You're like, oh, shit, really? I kind of, that looked interesting. I was interested. It kind of, like, reserves a space in your brain uh, for the game down the line, right? You're like, oh, yeah, Cyberpunk 2077. You're really just planting a seed. Yeah. And they did a good job of that. I think uh, it helps that the first trailer, like, I, I showed you the trailer earlier, right? The, um, uh, the trailer with the the woman in the alleyway with like the blades in her arms mm-hmm. and all the violence and stuff. It looks really cool and it establishes like almost nothing. Uh, <laughs> you're like, the trailer's just for show, but you know you, you kind of accept that. Coming to what the game currently looks like though, with this, it's probably still a teaser. I mean, like it didn't really look like it had any gameplay per se. No, it was all just cinematic and world building because it kind of took you through a lot of like five to ten different scenes you're like Mm -hmm. oh okay yeah so you kind of get a feel for what the area is like but still no gameplay yeah but as far as i've seen for reviews for people who got to actually check out the game it seems pretty lit as far as hype yeah did people actually did people see more than the trailer yeah Um, um at least GameSpot i saw on youtube had hey, we got to like try like a closed door hour of the game. Oh. And I'm sure there were some other people who got to get early reviews as well. That is a good sign. I didn't know that. That's actually really good to know. Um, 
the tone is completely different for this compared to what the original trailer was. The original trailer is kind of like dystopic, like dark, gritty alleyway bullets, androids, things like that, and a bunch of death and blood. This one's really bright, right? Like the trailer takes place in like a blue sky day. Um, there's a lot of really interesting, like active characters. You get the idea that like the city is supposed to be like really alive, which they're clearly going with. It's, you know, another uh, open world game. And I think if somebody can pull off another big open world game, it's probably CG Project Red. They've uh, they did Witcher Three, right? Yeah, they did Witcher Three, which is I I hear that did okay. Yeah, that was one of the best open world games ever made. Um, it's it's really really good. People usually like people right now are probably it's a fight between that and like Breath of the Wild, uh, which is crazy. They're both good, <laughs> basically where I come from, but cyberpunk watch the trailer it has really cool music um get hyped for it i definitely am that's that's one of my hypest things i'm looking forward to now i don't believe there's anything regarding release dates um in fact i know there's not that's kind of the, the doing the when it's done development cycle but hopefully it's not like another three or five years <laughs> where we get to see it since it's playable hopefully before it's george R. R. martin's next book that would be ideal yes mm-hmm can we talk about Tunic now? Yeah. I want to talk about Tunic. Yeah, go ahead. I saw the trailer for this. You can open up. What do you, you think about it? I thought it was insanely cute. Uh, the music they had was very chill and laid back. It seemed like a nice low-poly version of something Zelda-esque. Mm-hmm. You go around, you have a kind of isometric slash top-down view of combat. Everything looks pretty smooth. The lighting and shading looks great. Yeah. Like... If you gave somebody like time, like, hey, make a game in Unity, but spend all your time on it, make it look beautiful. Right. <laughs> so everything about that just looked really fun and cute. And I'm really interested. So I need to wait for it to actually come out on Windows because I don't have an Xbox One. Yes, that is that is the trick. I agree with your uh, impressions of Zelda. I did get like pretty heavy uh, Zelda vibes out of it. The first thing they do is like smash a pot. Yes. I was like, oh, yes, I, I would also do this for rupees. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it looks it looks really cutesy and like you said, really chill. And I think that's uh, definitely like a completely valid type of game. This is the opposite of the cyberpunk thing, where they're like, let's ramp it all up, let's make it super exciting, let's make yeah. it all this. This is like this is a chill sit back. They're not going to go as much into like the ethics of being a cyborg <laughs> in a pre- predominantly human society. Yeah, who has rights? Yeah, probably not. I am ready to be wrong on that, but <laughs> I don't I don't anticipate that'll be the case. So, yeah, I agree. Tunic looks really cool. And maybe we'll have an episode on it if it comes out and uh, is legit. Ooh, I haven't even thought about these as episode candidates, but mm-hmm. I like the idea. I mean, it is pretty ambitious kind of for the podcast, right? You're just like, we're going we're gonna to still have this running in yeah, six when months? Yeah, this, uh-huh. this comes out in a year or so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Totally. Some of those, yeah. So the next one we have here uh, is Control, which I believe you... Uh, pointed out to me and i went and i looked at the trailer for this it just looks good yeah like it's it seems to be an fps where you also have some psychic abilities yeah where you get to use some tele or psychokinesis however you say it and it just looks like really fun active gameplay mm-hmm. i'm sure it'll have like a nice story tie-in but i'm assuming single player game yeah go through fuck some shit up it 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 would be kind of weird to have a multiplayer site like psychic based game psionics 
There's there's actually been a few games that have been released over the years where the premise, the main kind of premise, is just an action game where the protagonist has psionic powers. One of them was PsyOps, which literally no one except maybe Dan, hopefully he's listening right now, knows about. Because uh, I think I talked to him about it once. But, yeah. Uh, it's probably the most niche thing you could get. <laughs> it seems hard to incorporate and balance. Yes. They're usually overpowered kind of by definition. Yeah. It's like a prototype-like situation. <laughs> but yeah, it looks really cool. Graphics looked awesome. The physics looked really cool. Um, and That's the big thing. Um, it'll always draw me in if there's good graphics or good physics to it. Because mm-hmm. the feel of a game, I feel, matters just as much as the look of it. Yeah. Because you can have like an insanely pretty thing. But then if you're kind of like co-op walking around, yeah. you're like, ah, oh, that doesn't feel right. It's like not, it just not so great. It's something enough to take you out of the environment. Yeah, and I think um it it's kind of interesting. The closest thing to a game like this is probably like a recent Star Wars game with like force powers. It's like force powers where you focus exclusively on things like telekinesis and Hopefully mind control, because that's that's the one that matters the most. If you're going to use psionics, you got to give protagonist mind control. That would be really hard for multiplayer. <laughs> yes. I can't do anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to talk about HOTS. That is an ultimate ability in HOTS. Anyways, uh, so that is control. I mean, obviously the name is control, so I assume that there's going to be some mind control in there. I'm prepared to give it a zero if it's not, if it doesn't have it. <laughs> I don't review games, though, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Next one, yeah. Next game <laughs> is uh, Metro Exodus. So um, I believe some of our listeners have played the Metro series. Um, I think at some point I might have bought you like the Redux. You bought games. me like three games that yeah. were like bundled together for like fifteen to twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, I played like none of them. <laughs> it's really efficient. Yeah, your computer might not have been able to handle it at the time too. I don't remember when I bought them for you, but they were Bitch, pretty. What? <laughs> no it, this is with my uh, current machine which is decent okay yeah, yeah. you could probably you, you could handle them pro- no problem then uh, but the metro series is like this uh underground um, it's based off of a book actually but underground russian slash ukraine i think it's russian um railway basically you know as the metro, the metro would yeah. imply where I picked up on that the uh surface is scorched like um by some disaster there's a bunch of mutants things like that and the world is just entirely comprised of these like pockets of um, civilization living underground uh, for the most part that's yeah this is bethesda's game right (laughs) yeah not right no 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 it's not that one okay it's not that one similar premise though for overarching plot just completely different implementation so where fallout would be like oh here's happy-go-lucky music and shooting stuff um this one's like really resource based, uh, punishes you for wasting ammunition, things like that. The the go to mechanic I like to because I'm not going to go into a review of Metro, but to get people as a primer up on this, go to mechanic is the ammunition in the game is uh, military grade stuff is money. <laughs> so military grade bullets is what you use to buy things when you go to shops. But if you're off fighting and you run out of ammo, or you're up against like a really tough enemy you can switch out your mags and start using some of that military grade ammo and literally shoot your money away which i love like how do you get more research resource management than that right Um, yeah it's like if you're 
paying health to do things. And you're like, but if I take a hit, I lose health. If I lose health, I die. But I need health for other things. Yeah. That is cool that they tie that in. Because a lot of shooters are, hey, we've given you guns. Mm-hmm. And the enemies are there. And it's kind of, I don't want to say point-and-click adventure. Mm-hmm. But it's a very generic and overused formula. So any modification of that, I feel, can enhance the FPS experience. Yeah. And the game's, like, overall atmosphere is pretty spooky. There's um, a bunch of, like, raider-like humans, basically, you have to fight, and uh, mutants. And then uh, the surface, in previous versions, before, like, because I think this is the most recent game in the series, chronologically, um, the surface and then pockets underground, if there was radiation, you'd have to wear a mask. And the mask um, has, like, a fixed amount of, it can only filter so much before you have to replace it. Um, So the third one, yeah. The third one has, uh, like, you, it can crack. There's all this other stuff. It's an open-world survival game. So previously it was, like, linear. Now it's open-world. I was talking to one of our friends, uh, Phoenix, and uh, it feels a lot like Stalker. Um, but probably good. <laughs> like, it doesn't have, hopefully it doesn't have the bugs Stalker had. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, this is probably a definite pickup for me. Cool. <laughs> you don't have anything more to say about that game <laughs> i don't really have anything to say on the game i haven't played and didn't really watch the, the trailer for that's fair um moving kind of quickly through the next one uh they had a, a star citizen teaser mm-hmm. um and uh you can just google star citizen is it a scam and <laughs> you basically reach the same opinion i'm on the game's not out, and you can spend $4,000 on oh, this, spaceships. Is this the game where you can buy, or sorry, pre-order yes. ships for the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems a little bit suspect, if there's a market before the game is even out. Yes. Uh, or usually markets and games become a little bit sketchy, if not managed. I think it's missed its proje- projected release by like four years or something like that at this point, and they keep adding new things. So yeah, that's enough. That's a, that's a side rant. I listened to my solo All podcast right, about that, that one. <laughs> uh, Sinking City is next on our list. That's like a, a one minute teaser. I'm getting a lot of Bioshock vibes from it. Mm-hmm. So You're what, kind of a, a character what, from, I guess, around the 1930s. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like if you're one of the cops from L.A. Noir, you kind of walk into a bar, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> Cole <And>, Phelps. <laughs> yeah. And you see this guy sitting down. And he kind of gestures with his hand on the table and it kind of like mimics walking his hand across. Yeah. And your character starts moving, following the pattern. And he kind of like moves you into the chair and yeah, he kind of like floats you across. Yeah, that was what got weird for me. Yeah. And then he like takes a shot of something and it kind of like gestures for you to take a drink of what's in front of you, but it seems to be a, a shot glass of blood. Yeah. And then you kind of look over at the bartender and look back, and the guy's not there. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the title comes up. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck that game's about, but it, it's just enough to pique my interest. It is the teaser done right. Yeah. No, it, it looks really cool. I agree. It doesn't have... We know literally nothing about it, but I would definitely watch the next free teaser or trailer for the game. I do like free <laughs> things, yes. Yeah. But, I mean, certain things are reveals like, hey, we're going to do the next installment of this game franchise. Mm-hmm. And you already have a core fan base who just seeing that, they're like, oh, I'm fucking in. Nice. Yeah. But if you're coming up and you don't already have 
we've made all of these games or this is a sequel to this franchise. Mm-hmm. You kind of just plant the seed and wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that's enough. And uh, we'll, we'll see how that uh, seed develops. Uh, next one we've got here uh, was Star Control Origins, which I just really wanted to budget mention. I don't know if the game's going to be good, anything like that. It's just this is a series that's been out since the 90s. There was Star Control 1, Star Control 2. Uh, there was a fan-made recreation of Star Control 2 called Urquan Masters, and it's free. You just You just Google it, pick it up play it it's old (laughs) like you don't know what you're getting into really with how old it is but Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of space games out there so the next one we have here is uh, a noida noida i don't know how you say that it sounds like uh, a jewish grandmother trying to pronounce something else yeah noida (laughs) it's like a mispronounced murder right (laughs) it's like it's been a noida (laughs) that game does look dope though um that's on my shared interest list with Jake because every pixel is animated and has physics. So it is like a 2d platformer game where you go around, you seem to have some elemental abilities you can do to interact with enemies and terrain, but it seems like you can destroy terrain, like almost all of it, like guns and abilities. Yeah. So I'm curious to see where that goes because i immediately see myself destroying the entire area and i guess falling to my death <laughs> yeah or something <laughs> yeah that'll be interesting it looked it looked really cool i was remarking with david kind of like hyperlight drifter which has a really cool art style i'm yeah. a fan and it's it's like a very very pixelated game which typically the art styles look like shit mm-hmm. but i think with the music they're going to add to it and everything they're doing, it's still going to feel really cool. Yeah. And not old and rickety. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely on the watch list. Another one that is a game, uh, Halo Infinite's going to come out uh, for PC and Xbox One, which is a little weird. It hasn't come out on PC for a while. I think the last one I played was on PC. <laughs> so Halo <What>? 2? <laughs> well, no, Halo 1 I know was on PC. Somebody did like a ripped version of it. Mm-hmm. Did Halo 2 actually come out on PC? I believe so, yeah. Okay. I think so. But it's nice to see they're actually bringing it back. Because there's obviously a lot of Windows users. Yeah. But not as many people have Xbox One because... I mean, in my opinion, it's not the best console as far as exclusives. Right. Because they keep putting Halo on PC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't played the Halo series in a while, but I really do hope they build on it in a good way to make it more interesting because i've really lost touch since halo 2 yeah you can only release so many games in a universe without changing stuff up before i kind of like fall out a bit it's like ah, <laughs> ah, ah. if you want to use that as a tie-in that's that's perfect no i should be fine we can we can talk about that one later that's not not a problem uh, it's not too far off here um next one or- is go ahead ori and the will of the wisps so i hear some people really like this game I mean, Ori 1 was okay. <laughs> no, it was insanely beautiful. Great music, great story, uh, 2D platformer, but everything felt really good. I liked the mechanics they had in it. Everything was good. I had no complaints about the game. Mm-hmm. And it was at a good, like, 20 to 30 price point, which is perfect for how much time I spent on it. And I recommended it to a bunch of people. A lot of people felt the same way. And now they're making a sequel, and it seems like they're improving on everything, which is already good. 
Yeah. No, it's it's no, great. The game it looks, looks beautiful. Beautiful. Jake. beautiful. It looks absolutely, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I love when games um, mesh the foreground, the background, and the characters in it to such a degree that everything flows. And that's really hard to do with like a flowing art style. Yeah, and Ori is just that. Like, If you look at older games, you have your foreground where the character moves. And maybe you have a background that moves kind of slower if you're making like a simple game. Mm-hmm. But it's really hard to tell in this. I know they obviously have a lot of layers for it, yeah. but choice. Yeah, it, it's really hard to blend it all together. But they did it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to buy that for Jenny probably. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you're buying it for people... <laughs> yeah i'll have to bite for jay um next one on our list uh Sahiro, shadows die twice um lesser known company haven't made a lot of games we've played from software <laughs> oh yeah so this one's looking like uh this is their departure from the Souls series but it still looks souls like right to some extent yeah well i want to say it definitely is going to have more intense combat mm-hmm. and i expect it to be punishing yeah, because they've traditionally done that also with Bloodborne, but it is cool to see them venture into kind of like feudal Japan space yeah. with a bit of magic. Yeah, and also we like we can't go without talking about the verticality. Oh yeah, you have a the, grappling hook. Yeah, the adaptable you, arm. Yeah, multiple functions. There's so many cool things. It is really interesting, uh, and I mean, yeah, you, you you can look at the trailer, see everything it has to do, but they haven't they haven't done anything kind of to that effect as far as verticality like ever because you couldn't really in a souls game yeah so we'll see what they do with it they already had some like acrobatic uh abilities and things and i don't know it looks good i mean i assume everybody who's played dark souls is gonna play this so yeah if you've liked the games that Miyazaki and crew have come out with in the past uh this definitely seems like another great pickup mm-hmm. and the game looks pretty just another Souls derivative. <laughs> <laughs> is this the next Dark Souls? People just want to stop making Souls likes. Souls, Souls like. That's a weird thing to say. Anyways, Souls likes. Uh, looking forward to that one. Should be fun. Which uh, brings us to <laughs> Fallout 76. Yeah, so, see, Dave thought it was bad that I had to cut an hour and a half worth of Metro talking. He just went and laid down and came back. I woke him up once I was done talking about it. I cut that whole thing. Yeah. So be glad. But uh, I have a lot here for uh, Fallout 76. And since so many of our friends are going to play it or are interested in it, I want to talk about some of this. Um, But probably not everything I've written. The gist is, next Fallout game, 76, multiplayer. There's not going to be NPCs. There will sort of be quests. Um, it's going to be a survival multiplayer experience, like Rust or something like that. It's weird. Yeah, it seems like a huge departure from previous Fallout games. Not that I've actually played it. <laughs> That's all right. You can sell but, it. I'll, I'll call you out on everything that you say wrong. <laughs> it's interesting because like, Bethesda with um, Fallout and with the Elder Scrolls series has always had like this big immersive world, Yeah, a lot of NPCs, good dialogue quests buggy as shit at times yeah but you sign up for that though (laughs) yeah would it be the same without the bugs (laughs) that'd be better yeah that's true (laughs) yeah yeah i can't imagine i guess i have to see it in action but the multiplayer aspect of it yeah like doing co-op for raids or taking out big enemies 
yeah it's it's weird like the scavenging seems cool there's not a lot of like co-op scavenging survival like scavenging type games there are co-op survival games um but i just i don't know i mean it's such a huge departure and there's <laughs> there's way fewer ways to get it right than there are to completely mess it up like it's gonna have dedicated servers hosted by them it's always online so you're not gonna be able to jump off and do single player thing if you want to play through since it's always online it probably won't support mods there's there's a lot of things that could go wrong with it and uh, hopefully it's good but there, here's here's this last I'm, I'm gonna cut some of this out here uh, you got emote wheels, your character progression is the same regardless of what server you're on, but presumably your constructible things, your bases won't persist. And then players can, can gather nuke parts, like command codes, to take control of a nuclear silo and launch it at something on the map, probably your opposing player faction. I see that like almost encouraging. Hey everybody, sign on at 2 a.m. We're gonna get codes for two hours. Yes. Nuke yeah. the enemy's base and then go to sleep. There's there's a reason that survival games like this have had that problem. That's because it's like almost impossible to balance persistent progression for people that have been on the server for a while and newcomers. So who knows what they'll do? I want to believe. Me too. Next one is Elder Scrolls Six. Uh, next one is Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, no. That's basically it, though. They just had, like, a still screen. Yeah, but this is, for the first time in a while, that they're actually making a new Elder Scrolls game rather yeah. than recycling Skyrim. Yep. Which they already did make a joke about at it's E3. True. That is true. Which I actually did really appreciate. Pretty cool trailer. Yeah. The, the uh, Alexa. It's, it's worth watching. Check it out, especially if you're a fan of Key and Peele. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, six, they said, uh, Todd Howard's Ted, I looked this up after the fact, it's mm-hmm. going to be their next, next game. So I don't anticipate that one for another half decade or something like that. It takes them a long time to release Elder Scrolls games. And this is, well, I'm sure they also want to do it on an improved engine as well. I want to, it's probably going to be optimistic. Yes. I know. I'm trying to be optimistic. They use, they not cry engine. They use the Gamebryo engine for everything. Mm-hmm. Fallout, Elder Scrolls. Since Oblivion, and possibly even Morrowind, uh, it's been the same engine with changes. So, we'll see um, in half a decade. Uh, the other thing that Bethesda had uh, here was uh, Starfield, which just is a teaser for it. Single player, sci-fi, space game, that's all we know about it. And it's their first original IP in over 20 years. Because uh, they picked up Fallout from Black Isle. Wait a second. I'm looking here at the site, and there's a Death Stranding trailer. What's... I've I've not seen this. Have you? I, what game is that? I think it's uh, Kojima's new thing that he's separated from the Konami fucks. Oh, oh. Do you want to check that out quick? Oh yeah, let's check that out. Okay. Nice. Our, our, I'm not our... sure why Baby's moving me. But... Uh, oh. Hmm. I don't. Huh? Is that is that? What? Oh, okay. All right. Wait. Um. Uh, mm. There's no way that would take that long. Why? Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Oh man, that's funny. Uh, yep. Let's let's cut, let's leave it at that. Mm. All right. So they have my money. Yeah. Game I'm, of the year, I think. Really. I am more confused and aroused than I have ever been. Honestly. <laughs> oh no, that's good stuff. All right. So everybody, pick that up. Uh, yeah, definitely support that game mm-hmm. and buy it. Yep. Definitely. 
All right, moving off of that, uh, our next one is looks like Doom Eternal. Secret of the Doom twenty sixteen. Yes. One of our previous episodes. So it's not Doom twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen for some reason. They've decided. To, no, they're doing cool names now. They're mixing it back up. Uh, if I, this is anything like Doom twenty sixteen, though, mm-hmm. it's gonna be playable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it could be good. Maybe they'll get multiplayer right. I'd be definitely willing to uh, smash your head in and then chainsaw your body. <laughs> chainsaw the body afterwards? Just yes. Use the ammo. <laughs> a little vindictive, but okay, I'll take it. Um, yeah, so I mean, we literally have a podcast episode on Doom, so that's it's, our opinion. It's that good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully it's great. Next one here is a fan favorite. If I am the fan, Prey, which was one of my top games of the year it came out. Which is the last one. <laughs> 2017. That, that's one of the System Shock children, right? Yes. Yeah. One of the children uh, alongside Bioshock, basically. Um, but not here to talk about Prey. There'll be a separate podcast once I make you play it. This is specifically the Moon Crash DLC, which it's worth watching the trailer for just for Spin Me Around by uh, Dead or Alive, which is basically all you need. That's it. Well, one thing I will mention, I know a little bit about Prey, but mm. with the moon crash, it seems to be kind of RNGZ based. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going through a main story and campaign. It seems like you're doing runs yeah. to see how far you can get and it's, how fast you can get there. It's like a simulation to escape the moon is basically the premise. Um, and every time you die, it just resets the simulation. All the parameters change. So I don't know. I mean, like if the moment to moment gameplay is really good, that's what's going to decide it for that game, as it is for all roguelikes. Like, your core gameplay has to be there. So, we'll see if it is. That's already out. Uh, the same time they released it, they released a, a New Game Plus mode for the base game, which is awesome. That's free. Um, so, yeah. Moon Crash DLC. 20 bucks. If you like Prey, check it out. And then we also have uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm-hmm. At some point, is definitely coming out. Yeah. <laughs> In theory. It's but, bundled with PlayStation now, so it's it's got to be legit, right? They wouldn't They wouldn't do that. I don't know. I've always been pessimistic as a person. But <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> it seems like they're again uh, building off of 1 and 2 and all of the other side games they've done as postponing up to 3. Yeah. And they're adding more Disney content for more recent movies. Oh, yeah. And other Disney lore. Yeah, it looks really hype. I mean, they had like a bunch of worlds, which is kind of Kingdom Hearts shtick is each level is a completely different sometimes animation style oh, yeah. for the game itself and they're just rolling with it which i think is awesome as always but <laughs> part of me is suspicious that like when that platform comes out when they they have the the ps4 pro special edition with kingdom hearts it's going to have like a release code for kingdom hearts it'll just be a pre-order that's going to like <laughs> activate the following year following january never released looking for 2020 kingdom hearts should be good. <laughs> There's another game on here. Uh, not a lot of people like this one, though. So, Yeah, we should probably skip it over. Yeah. But in the off chance, there's one per- one listener. Mm. I don't know if anybody's played um, Last of Us. Yeah, I've heard some. Because they're making a sequel to that. Yeah. So this is, this is a sequel to many people's favorite game ever, I'd say. It's probably one of my favorite games ever, if not... My favorite game ever? It's up. It's up there. The storyline, amazing. The gameplay, amazing. Everything, amazing. Graphically, 
audio, everything. It's just, it's, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> Could you put in like a sound clip of me filleting the, the game box? That'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to do that because <laughs> I don't know what that sounds like. <laughs> I'll show you later. Uh, uh. <laughs> the trailer looked uh, super good. It started out with a cutscene. It then went into some gameplay mm-hmm. and back into a cutscene. Yeah. The thing is, though, except for that blatant transition, it was hard for me to tell exactly when that was. Yeah. It looked so incredibly smooth. It's a couple years down the line. You're playing as Ellie. Yep. You seem to have met up with some human factions, and there's also some bad human factions because... As soon as there's, like, no rules and stuff, there's always, like, cultists that pop up fucking everywhere. Yeah. But it it looked insanely smooth. They didn't show any, like, zombies. No. Which is actually kind of interesting. So, who knows what that means. But, um, oh, yeah, just so smooth. Every, like, animation that is actually happening there, as far as the, the kill moves, the person checking under the car, like, check the trailer. It's honestly just technically impressive even if you've never played the game you're not interested in it the fact that that is gameplay is just crazy it because of that it seems a lot more fast-paced than the first game Mm -hmm. because you're not sneaking around trying to avoid clickers at least in this section you're running up and putting the hurt on some kids yeah and they do show actual kids adults right (laughs) as as kind of a evil adults (laughs) right they're not really adults they're they're construct they're robots <laughs> i'm saying i don't respect them morty <laughs> uh, it, it looks really good though the stealth mechanics they did show off a lot um and it looks it looks most of the ui is the same but it looks very very smooth and yeah it's just it's crazy it's crazy look at it it's it's good if you uh haven't actually heard about this game yet just go buy a playstation play the first one or Small I will let you investment. borrow it. Just yeah. please contact me at our soapstone gmail. <laughs> yes. And Dave, do you know how many copies in the last of us we're gonna have to buy now? Oh, I like one. Keep borrowing my one copy. Yes. There, there may be a waiting, uh, waiting queue. It's a pretty, pretty lengthy game. So yeah, that's. I mean, it's a contender for best of the best of the show. I think, um, even without like a hard locked release date. It's gameplay and cutscenes and tells you exactly what you're getting into, and it looks really freaking good. Uh, Last of Us 2, I will wait for you. Yes. (laughs) Dave refuses death (laughs) until this game comes out. Or just bury me with it if I die, I guess. (laughs) I guess that's fair. We can probably pull that off. Um, We have a couple here. Um, And by a couple, I mean one... (laughs) last one and we kind of looked at the trailer to this immediately prior but because jake hadn't seen it i, and I was I like it, it. you should see it because it looks good as shit yeah i was i was sold on inclu- the inclusion here um this is up there for hype for me now a uh, ghost of two i'm gonna say this tsushima tsushima yes uh i was gonna say that exactly ignore sashimi. the sashimi ghost sushi sushi <laughs> <laughs> uh but another kind of um, similar theming uh, to Shadows Die Twice. It's feudal Japan. Feudal Japan, yeah. But it's very... The trailer, at least, was very... Cinematic. Wow, I'm fucking yeah. killing it with words today. PlayStation but, likes that. 
like for their exclusives sometimes they're just like hey by the way we made another video game movie <laughs> which is fine yes because they've done really a uh, good job with it in the past but the combat was smooth it looked interesting very open you get to ride a horse through yeah. rice fields which i'm all about right the rice fields yeah i like rice rice is good horses are okay um yeah it graphically just looks really impressive they they have um several different scenes it's like an eight minute long trailer which is a long time it's not it's most of its gameplay i guess right so uh it just looks very impressive transitioning from area to area um and has that kind of sometimes i'm upset with games if i'm moving from one location to another and i'm just de-interested i'm not i'm disinterested in everything going on and sometimes games can sell it and this game looks like it can sell it because it's just too pretty like you're not gonna like look you'll see your loved one next to you like while you're playing this game it'll be like i will not look at you i will look at this game because it is too pretty right <laughs> uh, it just looked absolutely beautiful yeah high praise indeed um but like the amount of leaves that they had in japan that were like floating by in the wind yes was nuts yeah, and that, like all of those things leaf. are animated you get to see part of a a bit of a skirmish towards the end of the trailer mm-hmm. and the characters are like shuffling over some leaves and their steps in the leaf interaction actually matched up for what you'd expect yeah so if you do like a quick sprint through you expect to see that leaves rustled more or like a little shimmy it's kind of like light, light rustling yeah no it's just it's just crazy and they they use the camera and like smooth ways this is basically when people started adding shading to video games Mm -hmm. this is this was their dream of what they wanted is that someone would position the camera to have like awesome silhouette with the sun in the background and all of this it's just pretty i mean it's hard to describe in a audio-based podcast exactly what it looks like but i'd definitely check it yeah all right so that's about all we've got on our list here Again, if you guys have anything uh, you were really excited about for E3, send it our way. I know we kind of skipped over almost everything Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. but Well, we did, didn't we? Yeah. There, I feel like there was as much to be said from our perspectives. It's true. I, I haven't really had a Nintendo game for a while. Um, I guess honorable mention, Smash. <laughs> Smash comes out. Oh, yeah. Smash will definitely be a thing I'll hear about from uh, friends who game. Mm-hmm. I'll probably get on some of that on somebody else's console. I've always enjoyed Smash as a series. It'll be cool to see this big of a roster. Yeah. Yeah, Smash is definitely the Dark Souls of Madden. Um, you don't I mean, think Madden about that? 2013, sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, N- Nintendo. Nintendo. So. <laughs> But thank you guys for listening. Like I said, send in uh, any thoughts you have to soapstonepodcast at gmail.com. Or, more conveniently, you could check out the Facebook page. It's true. If you want your uh, real identity or fake online Facebook identity to somehow be attached to the podcast, feel free to like the page, and I'll smile at the like. (laughs) And you'll be notified of new episodes when they come out, in case you don't pay attention to Spotify. And occasionally I'll post dumb memes to fill the time. It's true. That's that's why the page exists. But thank you everyone for listening to the end. I hope that you had a, a great experience following uh, the E3 releases and that you've got some games to be excited for in the future. Hopefully we can cover them and spoil everything so you don't have to buy it.
the dream. <laughs> we'll see you in the next one. Yeah.